All right. Welcome to the Wadford X-Files podcast. Uh, today joining me, I have Joey and Josh, both good friends of mine. Uh, we're going to talk about soccer here today. I know it's not only going to be about Watford. Usually it is about Watford, uh, about bringing these guys in. Um, again, they're very knowledgeable about the sport. They love the sport, and I think it's uh, it's going to be exciting. I think there's going to be a little bit of banter in here. Um, and I'm going to let you, I'm going to give you guys the mic here so you can introduce yourself. So if, uh, Josh or Joey, you want to go first, whoever. Uh, my name is Josh. Uh, I'm Portuguese. I've been watching soccer for the last like 14, 15 years. So I'd like to consider myself pretty knowledgeable. Uh, I'm Joey. I'm uh, the optimistic Arsenal fan. I've been watching soccer forever and uh, I'm English. Raised by Italians, so it's interesting. In this so household. we could tell that he—that's all right. I mean, as an Arsenal fan, you're you're used to heartache. You have no idea. And Josh, as a Portuguese fan, you have Ronaldo forever. So that's—it's <laughs> a good time to be Portuguese, I guess. Having Ronaldo uh, at this generation of life is—it's uh, pretty exciting. Um, again, I think something that we want to talk about is the Euros because uh, it's something that has to be talked about. It was a pretty crazy Euro overall. Um, again, I think it's nice to be able to have perspectives of different nationalities. Uh, Joey, English, Josh, Portuguese, myself, Italian. Um, I mean, I, I maybe shouldn't talk first because my team won. Uh, I think maybe I'll give it to, to Josh to, to talk about Portugal and how he felt maybe how the Euros went for them. Uh, I don't know. I I felt like we were gonna go far. Clearly, we didn't. Uh, these coach or this coach's tactics, I think, are a little bit dated. And uh, there was a couple of players they should have probably started first off the bench. Example: Ronaldo Sanchez should have started from the beginning. Uh, I think we got a little bit unlucky against Belgium. The ball just didn't want to go in the net. And honestly, there's nothing we can do about that. But you know. I yeah. won't have as much to say because we didn't clearly go as far. Uh, and also, I still think the player, the, um, not the player of the tournament, the striker in the starting team should have been Ronaldo. Call me biased, but no. <laughs> again, again, I know we'll, we'll talk about that. Do you feel like, like, what would be your, I guess, like, dream starting eleven for Portugal in the Euro? Like, what would have been your team if you were coaching it? Well. Okay, I probably like formational. Would, have... would the formation still be the same? Where you would you change everything? You know what I mean. Um, I don't know. I'd probably. The thing is, at the beginning of the tournament, I wouldn't have had Ronaldo Sanchez starting. But as the games went by, I would have had him starting. And I know Bruno Fernandes didn't exactly do great, but I would have probably still had him starting regardless because he's like Ronaldo. It's one of those players that like he won't have too many touches, but when he has the ball, he'll make something happen. And I felt like we were lacking a little bit of that in the final third. But Bruno so Fernandes, like, did he really fit the system of, like, did they really have a cam? You know what I mean? Because, like, didn't they play with, like, three, like, a, it was like a 4-3-3 three, three almost, no? Yeah, they were playing with the more, like, you're right, they were playing with three midfield, but he was the more, like, attacking-oriented. The problem is he was playing with Danilo and William, who are both, like, two big, slow guys. So it's hard for them to progress the ball forward. For him to get the ball to make anything happen. Now I felt yeah. like if he had Ronaldo Sanchez and Paulinho, you have Paulinho that's the mobile destroyer, and Ronaldo Sanchez that you literally can't get the ball off him, and he might yeah. have been a little bit better. Also, the problem is we were lucky Juan Cancelo in the right back. Smedo did good defending, but attacking you can't really 
replace Cancelo. He's probably one of the best fullbacks in the league. So that was a huge okay. loss. Yeah. Okay, no, that's okay. And, Joy, what did you think about Portugal? I think I didn't watch too many games, but from what I saw, is I agree with Josh. I feel like Ronaldo should have been the uh, the striker of the tournament. Oh, okay. Obviously, didn't have. I would say Belgium had a better team in order to support Lukaku to get balls in the box and stuff like that. Yeah. But Ronaldo's kind of, if I could compare him to Harry Kane, where he's like he doesn't always get the ball, but when he has that one opportunity to score, he's going to take it. He's not going to miss. For sure. And with Ronaldo, he gets that maybe two, three times a game. It, Never surprises me when I hear Ronaldo gets a hat trick playing for the national team. Yeah. Well, I think that Jota really dropped the ball for Portugal. Like, he, he had a ton of opportunities this tournament that he, he wasn't able to finish, and it, it caused um, – it did cause a lot of, like, I guess, uh, again, at the end of the day, like, it, it didn't help them progress, right? Like, those missed chances were uh, crucial, I guess, at the end. See, the problem um, is people like to say Ronaldo hogs the ball, and he does. The problem is when Ronaldo hogs the ball, he makes something happen. Jota's not at that level yet. Don't get me wrong. He's really good. But he also came off an injury at the end of the season. So him hogging when there was at least a couple chances where he could have passed it to Ronaldo to score. Yeah. Kind of messed us up a bit. Also, Bernard Silva did not have a good tournament at all. Literally, hmm. the only attacking person that was consistently delivering was Ronaldo. People can say, oh, yeah, he scored three penalties, he scored three penalties. But almost half the penalties were missed in the Euro. So you got to score them. It's not a given goal. Yeah, no, for sure. Again, yeah, all those saves that happened, too, in the tournament, too. Uh, okay, Joy, let's talk about England. We, uh, Your boys, they almost won it. They came close. Nail-biter at the end. But uh, how did you feel their tournament went here? Um, I think Southgate didn't play the proper players. Um, just got tough watching it because uh, I feel like Saka should have started that game just because he's got speed and quick feet. So if he can cut it, and you saw it when he tried to blow past um, Keeling down the line. All Keeling could do is really grab his jersey, right? Yeah. And that's, that's that speed, the speed and his footwork, which I thought was going to kill Italy. So when I didn't see him in the starting 11. Yeah. But I thought Shaw played amazing, hands down. Yeah, one I of the best so. left backs of the whole tournament. By in my team of the tournament, he is my top left back. Yep. Um, but I feel like uh, they didn't play Jack Grealish enough. I get it. England's got a bunch of winged positions. Yeah. But when Jack Grealish, he can also play Cam, and he's got that footwork, and he can see where players are running. And uh, not only that, but he's got a hell of a shot. So I feel like he should be playing Cam. The defense was set up great. Pick- I know you can make yeah. that argument. He got the golden glove, but they didn't go up against tough teams, but he still had a hell of a lot of shots on him. And you saw how good of a keeper he was in that penalty shootout against uh, Italy. Yeah. He saved a couple of them as well. And he's still young, so he's got a bright future. I feel like he plays a lot better for England than he does for Everton. Yeah, I think that's a fair, fair comment. Yeah. But uh, other than that, Kane probably should have woke up. A little more, but Sterling, hands down, was the best player for England of the tournament. Yeah, I know we got I, a little lucky with that penalty shot, obviously. <laughs> I but, think, uh, like, okay, so my question, I guess, like, is England's squad too good in a sense? So, like, for, for example, like, I guess, I don't know, Italy and Portugal might be in the same boat where, like, you know who your starting 11 players are, right? You know that yeah. these are the guys that I want to start. But on England, their bench was as good as the starting guys, for example. 
they could put another 11 team together and probably still have made it to the semifinals with those young guys. Well, and that's the thing, right? Like, how do you choose when you have such like quality players? I mean, maybe not defensively. I don't think they're as good, but the midfield and offense on England is just crazy. Yeah, it's great. But I find that like it's yeah, a little bit one. tougher for them. Yeah, it's kind of hard, but the thing is, and I think Southgate made that big mistake by taking off two players and bringing on two guys who hardly touch the ball to take penalty shots. Again, like obviously, yeah. obviously Rashford has been clinical, like that game with PSG. But yep. the thing is, he was playing for most of that game, right? He didn't just come off the bench and take a penalty shot. Yeah. So I feel yeah. like if he wanted to do that, he should have got them in maybe at the start of uh, the second extra time. Yep. But uh, we can say whatever we want. At the end of the day, England got bested in shootouts. Donnarumma stood on his head in those shootouts. He, his last three shooters were both young, so he's probably got in their head. He's young too, but but that uh, that racism that the three of them got was definitely unacceptable. Like I'm an England fan through and through, and I fucking hate our fans. Yeah, they're horrible. It. They're the worst. But, like, don't bring racism into it. The guy's – Saka's 19 years old. He's been tearing apart that wing when he's, came, when he's come on. Yeah. And all you're exactly. going to think about is that one missed penalty shot. Yeah, exactly. Just wait till he gets older and he's starting on the wing for England. He's, if he keeps this up, I feel like he's going to be one of the best wingers in the Premier League if he stays. For sure. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with you on that. Josh, do you have any thoughts about uh, England and their performance through the Euros? Oh, well, I agree with Joey that bringing on the two guys right at the end, sure, Rashford's playing right back, but if they brought him on, like, literally five, ten minutes earlier, a little bit more warmed up, they would have had a way better chance scoring. But, I mean, there was also a six-foot-five giant in net that could literally touch the crossbars without even jumping. So even before taking the shot, he doesn't even need to do anything. He's probably in their head. And I don't know, maybe they didn't want to take a penalty, but how Southgate didn't just take initiative and tell him, hey, Sterling Grealish, you guys are more experienced. Why don't you take penalties? No, sure, but see, I, I, there was an interview with Jack Grealish where he even said, he's like, I told Southgate I want to I I take I, a penalty. I, I saw that. So that's what I don't understand, why he didn't put him, say, over Saka. Because Sancho's a little bit older. Uh, Rashford has the experience. So I don't disagree with those guys taking it. Yeah, I don't think like, I've ever seen Saka take a penalty shot until he, that turn. He hasn't. He hasn't. He hasn't, no. No, he hasn't, no. Yeah. But you know what? On that penalty shot, how was Maguire's penalty shot? Did anyone think that was coming? <laughs> no. no, That was a I think, rocket. But I think that's the thing, right? Like the, the experience and the composure. So, for example, if you would have, they would have left in, I think it was Walker and Shaw. I'm pretty sure. I can not remember. But the two guys that they took off to bring in the, those young attackers, uh, it was the veteran guys that I think that would have the composure to put it in the back of the net, right? It doesn't have to be top corner like Maguire because you don't expect him to do that but to have the composure to hit the net like I was Um, surprised uh, Henderson didn't take a shot yeah me too yeah yeah, you're right you're right that's that was my surprise yeah definitely because he could take penalties he's experienced he's been in those situations before yeah for sure for the last penalty you have Saka a 19 year old who's never taken a penalty shot in his life besides in training probably yeah and even said that I read something that the assistant coach said he wasn't too confident taking the penalties in training too, so it just mm. makes a Southgate's decision even more baffling. Yeah, again, I do still think that like for the future, England has a solid team. Also with Portugal, Portugal also has a super solid teams for the future. 
Uh, but again, just not able to get it done this year. Um, about Italy, and I'll, I'll be honest, I didn't really think, to be honest, when I first initially seen the Italian team, I, I didn't think too much of it. I didn't think that, you know, I thought we'd get past our group, maybe make it to a couple of the knockout stages, but I wasn't expecting Italy to win. Um, but it ended up looking like the perfect balance between, you know, the hungriness of in, uh, of Chiesa, um, you know, the experience of the defense of Bonucci and Chiellini, uh, the, the midfield's work ethic was just incredible for the three guys. And uh, Immobile wasn't know. scoring either. Yeah, and, and I think that was the craziest thing is Immobile played terrible. Like, the, like he scored two goals, but he was, after the group stages, he was awful. And I think, actually, that was my thing with Italy is I would have actually maybe called up a couple of other people uh, I know, like Immobile, probably scored about twenty goals, twenty-five goals for Lazio in the season. But I don't. When he plays for the national team, he sucks for some reason. Like he is just awful. Um, what are you going to call up? You have Belotti as your backup. That's it. But even then, well, I would have probably still taken Belotti. Yeah, I think I would have played Belotti as far as call-ups go. I mean, I sounds crazy, but Fabio Quagliarella, yeah, thirty-seven years old. Well, yeah. Bellatelli, the problem with him, Bellatelli, man, that guy, he's, he's playing in Serie B. He, he let his career go is the problem. He's a loose cannon. Guy, you really yeah. want that? Yeah. Well, I, I wouldn't want better these days. But, uh, again, I just think that there's guys like the Destro for Genoa. He scored 13 goals for Italy – or not for Italy, uh, for Genoa this season. And, like, it was, like, halfway in. He just started banging in goals. I probably would have brought him to the team. Uh, again, it's a little bit like irrelevant because Italy ended up winning, uh, but I definitely did think there was a couple of call-ups that Italy should have did. Uh, but at the end of the day, again, like that the overall team, again, I, I would never expect them to win this tournament, and they they pulled it off. Uh, the game against Spain, I didn't think they deserved the win. They basically hanged in there until penalty shots, and then they they scraped by. Um, and then England, again, it was a super close game. I think England came out strong for the first, like, 25 minutes, and then after that, it was it. Italy took over the game. Um, I, yeah. I personally think that everybody's underrating is their coach, Mancini. He, I don't yeah. think he's getting enough credit for what he did. That guy is one, like, he took Man City to their first title, was it, seven, eight years ago, and pretty much every team he's gone to, or almost every team, he's done very well. And he brought that experience that, let's say, like a Southgate lacks in those big pressure moments. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think that's a fair point. Yeah, I mean, hey, man, he, he won it. He, he did his job, right? I'm not getting paid to pick the Italian team, so I'm just here doing the podcast with you guys. Yeah. <laughs> so I think uh, one thing we're going to talk about here is just that the, who they named for a team of the tournament. They had Dota Ruma at uh, a keeper. They had Kyle Walker. They had Benucci uh, at center back, Maguire at center back, Spinazzola at uh, what is it left back, uh, Holberg uh, from uh, Tottenham, uh, Jorginho, Pedri from Spain, Chiesa, Lukaku, Lukaku, sorry, and Sterling. Um, so that's who they picked. I, I told you boys to come up with your list so we can hear your thoughts and the reasons why you picked your team and your players. Uh, so whoever wants to go first, we can go for it. Uh, I guess I'll, I'll say mine. Okay, go yeah. for it. Yeah. All right. So, I don't know about you guys, but I also had a list of honorable mentions, and I had four subs. I took I, subs. Uh, I didn't. Do I, I, didn't I didn't. I didn't do subs. I just did. A, I just did a team. I forgot we were doing okay, subs actually. 
So when I was picking this team out, I I didn't look at the I knew of some of the players, but I didn't actually look at the starting eleven or the team of the tournament. So uh, in goalie, I had Donnarumma, and because yep. uh, I, I don't know, I, it's between him and Pickford really, or even again, I'll get to my other players. But Donnarumma, uh, right back, I had Call Walker, and then my two center backs, I had Benucci, Maguire. Left back, I had Shaw. In the midfield, I had Barella, Jorginho, Pedri, and then my front three was Chiesa, Ronaldo, and Sterling. And then uh, on the bench, I had uh, Pickford, Spinazzola, Ronaldo Sanchez, and Patrick Schick. You know, you can call me a biased Portuguese, but I felt like Ronaldo Sanchez really came out of that tournament, even though they only made it to the round of 16. Yeah. Uh, Spinazzola, if he didn't get injured, would have probably been in the team of the tournament and probably even player of the tournament. Uh, yeah. Honestly, I I had Donnarumma over Pickford because, you know, Donnarumma won, but if England won, I would have probably had Pickford. And then I had Ronaldo over Sheik because... I, Ronaldo, personally, I think he deserves to be in the team tournament, obviously. But Schick even deserves to be over Lukaku. Lukaku only scored three goals, and they were on the group stage. Sure, you can say yeah. the same thing about you can say the same thing about Ronaldo, but you know Ronaldo still had way tougher teams to score against than Lukaku. He had yeah, I think two, that's a problem. Yeah, like he has two against France. He had two against Hungary, and people underrate Hungary, but Hungary was a really tough team to break down. They only got it at the end, and he had one against Germany. Sure, you can say three penalties, but like I said earlier, it's not a given. Yeah. And then uh, I had, like I said, I had a couple honorable mentions. I had the the left back from Denmark, my, the, the guy from Atlanta, Mahil. I don't actually pro- know how to pronounce his name. No, uh, I had Yar Malenko from Ukraine. Yeah. He was probably their biggest pushing force. Uh, I had Chiellini, uh, Laporte, because yeah. I thought he was probably one of Spain's better defenders. Uh, Jan Sommer. Like I said, if Switzerland went through, he probably would have been either player of the tournament or goalie of the tournament because he pretty much carried them. Yeah. Uh, and then I had Kane, Pogba, Alaba. If you saw the Austria games, Alaba was freaking everywhere. He was literally yeah. a false center back. When have you ever heard of a false center back? Yeah. And then uh, I had Hoidberg from Denmark as well because he was one of the oh. better players and they went far. Yeah. How about you, Joy? Who did you end up picking? All of England. Uh, so for my no no, there are six <laughs> England players in there because I did like the way that they played. Six. But, wow. There's a couple that you don't even expect. But uh, so for my goalie, I have Summer. I just thought he played amazing. Literally, like you said, carried Switzerland. The unbelievable, especially with that win over uh, France. That was fantastic. Yeah. Uh, left back, I have Luke Shaw. Guy just ran up and down the field, putting balls in. It was great. Uh, my center backs, I had Harry Maguire and Benucci. If those two okay. ever played together on the team, they'd be a brick wall. <laughs> uh, my right back, I had Trippier just because I like the way he played. I don't even play a lot, but same like Shaw. He has the footwork to run up and down the pitch and get a ball in the box. Yeah, Not just that, he's got a hell of a free kick. Uh, my two center mids, uh, I had Phillips for England because he played the whole tournament. The guy was an engine, just didn't shut off. Yeah. Also because at the end of that penalty shootout, as all the Italian players are running by uh, Saka, he made his way and ran right to him. First player to get to him, Lemno was okay. Yeah. Great. That leads murder ball. You can really tell it peaked his physicality. Um, and yeah. then my other center mid, I had Shaka. Just his leadership <laughs> was fantastic. And I just love it. He's a CDM. He's great. Very underestimated. He plays kind of the same thing like Pickford. He plays a million times better for his club, uh, for his national team than he does his club team. Yeah. Uh, my cam, I had Kevin De Bruyne. 
just because uh, same thing, his distribution is amazing. My left wing, I had Grealish, just because every time they got him on the pitch, he was able to produce something or just open up the def- defense a little bit. Yeah. Striker, I had Ronaldo. Just hands down, you really can't beat him. Same thing. Give him one chance, he's scoring. Give him two, he's scoring. Very rarely does he ever miss. And then my uh, right wing, obviously, same as Josh, I had Sterling. Obviously, England's player tournament, England's top scorer. Yeah. A little bit of a diver. I don't like it too much, but he does get the penalty. So, as an England fan, I really can't complain too much. Uh, okay. Didn't really do a bench, but if I were to do a backup goalie, I'd probably either Pickford, Donnarumma, those two, both stood on their head in those penalty shootouts. Sucks that one of them had to lose, but both played great. For sure. Um. Okay, so my team is a little bit crazy. Uh, I'm going to say oh, that God. one thing is, um, again, as far as soccer goes, like everyone's going to have a different perspective of uh, of how they look at the tournament and how they, they felt it goes, right? Some people look for goals. Some people look for assists. Uh, but for me, Donnarumma for Italy was the, the goalie. Uh, I put Luke Shaw at right back. I don't know why. I just don't ask questions. Uh, <laughs> but, but again, but, uh, but again I, I put him on right back. But... Uh, Again, he had an amazing tournament, you know, overall. And then the the goal against Italy right off the bat scared me. Like, I was terrified. When he scored two minutes in, my heart dropped. Uh, so, again, I think overall he had a, a crazy, uh, like, a, amazing tournament. I know he's a, one of those kind of players that uh, have a lot of injury issues. Um, you know, on FIFA, he's one of those injury-prone players. But, uh, but no, he, he played fantastic this tournament. I, I put Benucci. Benucci literally played, I think, every single game for Italy during the whole tournament, uh, which is fantastic. Um, from Denmark, I actually put the captain. I'm not sure how to pronounce his name. Kajar? Kajar? Yeah. Again, he, again, Denmark did fantastic. I know he led in that own goal against England that, I mean, probably at the end uh, killed him. But uh, at the end of the day, like, when you're the captain – go down and, and you're the one in the locker room leading that team and you need to rally those boys Josh? Yeah, I you guys cut out Vince, you cut out a little bit No, I don't hear him He like cut From out Denmark. Um, again, with the tournament that he had, again, being the leader in the in the locker room through everything that happened for Denmark, because uh, they almost got eliminated in the group stages, right? Um, yeah, they only had one almost, Exactly. Like, from almost getting uh, eliminated. Vince keeps cutting out. Yeah. But he is right with the captain. I mean, especially when Erickson went down, he was the first person to give CPR. Honestly, yeah. hands down, he's what you want from a captain on your national team. Yeah. Then she do you, uh, you do. But, uh, just so you know, so Josh and I are just trying to fill the gap a little bit if you cut out. I did a three midfield. Actually, someone who surprised me a lot from England was Declan Rice. Um, I thought he played fantastic well, during the tournament, man. Yeah, like yeah, he, he was uh, good. He, he was good. He he surprised me because again, like unfortunately, like well, West Ham, uh, like again where I watched him play before, like I, did, I never really thought too highly of him. 
Uh, but after this tournament, I think he's really earned my respect, man. That guy, a lot of heart. Uh, again, all over the field, doing everything, like the little things, right? He's not going to score you gold or get assists, but win balls and battle, and that's all you can ask for. There's a dirty word. Um, yeah, for sure. Uh, and then a player that I picked, actually, that wasn't a part, I picked Barella. Uh, I thought Barella actually did better than Jorginho. Uh, he scored goals for Italy. He ran back. He, he literally did everything. Like, there wasn't anything that he didn't do for Italy. I thought he was the actually out of the mid, one of the, the best overall that we had. Uh, and then that pick was from Sweden, was Forsberg. Um, again, he scored four goals for Sweden. Yeah, uh, impressed with uh, his attacking skill. I know he plays his football out in Germany, and he does fantastic. Uh, but again, I think for uh, Sweden, who really stepped up. Uh, and then for right wing, I put Federico Chiesa. Chiesa was amazing. You know, I didn't think the Italy should start him because I didn't think he was quite ready. Uh, as soon as he came off the bench in the first game, I was like, okay, you know what? He's the guy for the job. Um, again, his, his hunger, the way that he takes his man on, he was never scared to, for the one-on-one challenge. And I think that's something that Italy sometimes lacks is that hunger, that aggression to go towards goal. Uh, so, again, he was fantastic this tournament. I put Sterling on the left. Sterling, again, for England, he runs funny, but he fucking scores a ton of goals. Um, <laughs> again, he's, he's one of those guys. He's an amazing soccer player, right? No matter what you do or football player, uh, no matter Sterling is, uh, he's going to be dangerous. He, he almost got Italy a couple times with the speed uh, breaking through. But uh, he definitely, um, again, the star of the tournament. And then I went with Patrick Sheik. Uh, for the Czech Republic. And the only reason I picked him, uh, because he also scored five goals, but he scored five goals with Czech Republic. Uh, so, again, that is a big difference, I think, when you don't have that quality team around you to feed you the goals that Ronaldo, for example, would have, or Lukaku, for any of these other England, I came. Um, he didn't have that quality team that the coach built that team I guess, around him in that regards that uh, he was able to score those goals uh, without having that same quality of team behind him. So I thought, again, to me, that was uh, my striker of the tournament. Uh, and then as far as the bench goes, I went with Kane yes. and Flash Ronaldo. Uh, you guys hear me? Uh, Josh Josh just cut out. Of the okay, thing. well, keep, keep, keep going. Keep going. Finish this up. Uh, yeah, we'll just wrap yeah, I was also really surprised by Busquets. On yeah. I, he plays for Barcelona, and all these years I kind of thought he was a little bit overrated um, because I don't really watch Spanish football. But when I think of Busquets, I feel it's not going. But a game of Italy, I never seen the guy dominate a game so much. Put Italy in their place, and you really dominate that mid. Has to work behind him, uh, so he probably made my starting uh, eleven here. The subs. Um, yeah, he's, yeah, that, he's not the fastest, but he's able to hold on to that ball and pick out a player making the run. So that's kind of what you need from an older midfielder. Exactly, and I think yeah, that part of it it was uh, it was he was fantastic. Um, as far as that, Joey, I don't know if you want to talk about our here, and we could do another podcast another day. Uh, you know what? We can end it here. We can always do like uh, what we want our clubs to transfer like next week. Kind sure. of our hopes while sure. the transfer window's still open. Yeah, sounds good. But, uh, uh, okay. Yeah. All right. So, so I, I mean, just I want to. Take... Oh. Oh yeah. Go on. Go on. 
go. Go. Well, I was just going to say uh, thank you, everyone, for listening. Uh, thank you for being part of the podcast today. Uh, you can follow the uh, uh, Watford X Files on Instagram, TikTok, and on Xbox. You can come play with us on Pro Clubs or Versa and uh, Ultimate Team. Uh, but thank you, Joy. I don't know if you want to say anything, Joy, before you head out here. Uh, I'm an Arsenal fan, so take my opinions lightly. <laughs> hey, man, the, the Arsenal fans out there, or yeah. You know, if you're able to stick through it, you know, all these years, uh, I think that a couple more years and hopefully they get it right for you. But uh, I appreciate oh, you being here. Uh, I'll end it with this. The World Cup, it's coming home. Okay. Oh. All right. Sorry, guys. My my power literally just went out and shut off everything. Oh, my. Oh, good. We're kind of just saying we, our goodbyes. We're saying. Oh, okay. We're coming in. I don't know if you want to say anything before you got to head out here. Uh, it's not coming home. But thanks for having oh my. me <laughs> for having me on the stream. It was a lot of fun. All right. All right, boys, All you right. take care. Later, guys. See you next week. Bye. See you next week.